thing. Have we created such stones? Have we created the stones? Remove the stone. Remove it. Remove it. Verse 40, then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe you will see the glory of God? Oh, do you not want to see the glory of God? Oh, I, I, I'm desperate to see the glory of God. I want to see the glory of God. We, we had a glimmer of the glory of God uh, in, in our service this morning, but just a little glimmer. I want more of the glory of God. Well, if we want to see the glory of God, then we have to remove the stone. Is there a stone that needs removing? Word number one, principle number one, remove. Word number one? Remove. Word number two, respond. Word number two? Verse 30, 43, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. Isn't it incredible? Jesus, the power of Jesus' authority and his voice, he calls out to Lazarus and then boom, his heart starts beating. Wow, isn't that incredible? But he, he's been dead for four days. You know how sometimes you're, you're sitting on the chair and you just cross your legs and then you get pins and needles. And when, and when you get, oh, 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 and you're like, oh, I can't walk on my leg. I can't walk on my leg. And you, you, we, we make a big fuss, don't we, about a few little pins and needles. He'd been dead for four days. He had a lot of pins and needles. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, his, his body must have been pretty stiff. And now his brain starts working, his heart starts working, but he's really stiff. And he's very stiff because he's been dead. And he's also very stiff because he's tied up as well. Yeah, I mean, isn't it? And he's probably thinking, what's going on? I mean, is that, you know, talk about having some mental health problems. He's probably got a few, isn't he? What's going on? Was I dead? Am I alive? Are there people outside? Now, what's fascinating about this is Jesus didn't say to Martha, Mary, and a few others, oh, can you just go in there now and take him a cup of tea? Can you just go in there and help him get up? Can you? No, no, no. There is a time when the Marthas and the Marys and the others are going to come and help us. There is a time when they, they bring us a cup of tea. There is a time when they might help lift us up. But you know, too many of us are relying for other people to do it for us. Get up. Get up. You get up. Don't wait for someone else to get you up. You get up. Up. In other words, respond to whatever Jesus has asked you to do. He said, remove the stone. One, two. And he calls him, get up. Get up. You've got to get up. Let me ask you this question. Has Jesus asked you to do something, but you haven't done it? Huh? I, I get people 
coming up to me, yeah, because I'm a minister, I'm a reverend, and they might say, oh, Jaja, may, may I just ask you this question? I say, yes, of course. And uh, they go, oh, I'm at a crossroads in my life, and you know, I really don't know which way to go, and I'm seeking directions from Jesus. And I normally say, has Jesus told you to do something in the past, but you haven't done it? Nine times out of 10, they say yes. And then I say, well, do it before you ask for further directions. And then I walk away. My wife says, she thanks God I'm not a pastor. Because <laughs> I'm so insensitive. No, 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 no. Why are you asking God for further instructions when you haven't already done what he's told you to do? Do you think he's forgotten? He forgot what he asked you to do, yeah? He forgot what he asked you to do. Has he asked you to do something? Do it. I was in church, and the pastor got up. This is our, our church. And, and the pastor got up. He says, look, I'm so sorry, but I have to bring this up again. Look, we need more volunteers. We need more volunteers for the crash. We need more volunteers for people on the coffee rotor. And he, went, he kept going. And I sat there go. I was like so annoyed. I can't believe it. What kind of a church is this? Huh? Why don't people volunteer? Come on, where's their Christianity? They should volunteer. As I'm thinking this, boom, I feel this conviction. So I turn around and look at the man behind me. Because I think it's like the Holy Spirit went from the pastor all the way through, but I got in the way. <laughs> I must have got in the way. It should have gone round me. And I looked round and I looked at the guy. And he looks at me and he's probably thinking, why is he staring at me? And I'm like, you know, did God speak to you? So then, then I turn around and I feel this conviction. I want you to sign up for coffee. I said, Lord, I'm not a barista. I'm not a barista. No, Lord, I'm not doing coffee. Anyway, this conviction got deeper and deeper. And I was like, I was like, oh, no. By the end of the service, my wife goes, what's wrong with you? I said, oh, Killy, I think God wants you and me to sign up for the coffee rotor. <laughs> We've been married 40 years. She said to me, you do you think I'm stupid? <laughs> so then we both go. We go and see the lady to sign up for the coffee rotor. The, co the lady started laughing. She says, you're never here. <laughs> I said, no, that's not true. Three weekends a month, I preach in different churches. One weekend a month, I'm always at home. I'm always at the, my local, our local church. I said, I'll do one a month. One a month, every month, signed up. Next month, we have to arrive. We have to arrive two hours early. We have to set the whole thing up. We've got to do the whole thing, everything else. I didn't like the coffee. I didn't like the biscuits. I didn't like it. The next month, we, we bought really good coffee. We bought really good biscuits. We bought napkins. We started investing as if it was our business. We were investing in the, right? Word got around in the whole church. The Johns are on this month. You get better coffee. <laughs> you get better biscuits. 
and you get a napkin. No one does that. We, ah, oh, we loved it, loved it. Did it for three years. Three years. After three years, I felt the Lord say, that's it, you don't have to do it anymore. I said, but I want to. I want to. You see, we got to pray, Lord, guide our steps and guide our stops. And sometimes we say, guide our steps. But sometimes we've got to say, guide our stops. Is there something I should stop doing? And is there something that I should be doing? I get, I get letters from evangelists. Because I'm an evangelist, I get letters from evangelists almost every week. Uh, oh, J. John, I'm an evangelist. Can I come and see you? Well, I can't see everyone, right? I, and uh, there was one Irish evangelist. He, he messaged me. And he said, look, you're coming to uh, Northern Ireland in Belfast. Uh, I live there. Can I come and see you at your... I said, all right, come and see me at the hotel. So I said, well, you know, what can I do for you? He says, I'm an evangelist. I said, good, that's good. And he goes, but I'm a fireman. I said, yeah, that's good, good. What's the problem? He says, well, I feel God's telling me give up being a fireman and go full-time as an evangelist. I said, well, do it. He goes, no, he says, I'm married, I've got two small children. If I give up being a fireman, I'm going to lose my pension. I'm going to lose my salary, I, uh, all the benefits, everything else. I said, well, just do it. You know, and, and, and then I said, listen, look, how much do you earn? So he told me. I said, well, look, you just need 25 people to give you this amount of money, and then it's all covered for the first year. So as I'm telling him this, I hear the Lord say to me, Give him one twenty-fifth. I said, no. <laughs> I'm talking to him and I'm talking to the Lord. I know you women don't think we can multitask. I I'm, I'm saying to the Lord, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm always giving money away. I always do that. I, I don't even know him. <laughs> I don't know if, even if I like him. I just met the man. And you're wanting me to give him a load of money? No. Anyway, I'm arguing with God and, and I'm looking at him. And then I know it's God. So, well, of course I want to do God's will. I said, listen, I'm going to be the first person to give you one twenty-fifth. Okay, I'm going to do that. As I tell him, he starts weeping. He's weeping, he can't believe I'm going to be the first person to sow that money into his life and into his ministry. I said, if you don't become a full-time evangelist, <laughs> give it back to me. <laughs> he did become a full-time evangelist. That man, he's called Mitch. Mitch, M-I-T-C-H. Right, he goes by one name, Mitch. He is the most influential evangelist in Northern Ireland, Southern Ireland. He employs 25 full-time staff. Yes. It was me. I did it. I did what God told me to do. I invested in Mitch, and now he's the most influential evangelist in Ireland. Yeah, so my reward's in heaven. Unless he wants to give me a bit now. You know, has he asked you to do something and you haven't done it? Do it. Do it. Word number one is remove. Word number two is respond. Word number three is release. Word number three? Release. release. Yes. 
And we read in verse 44, take off the grey clothes and let him go. You know, he, he comes out of the tomb, but he's wrapped in grave clothes. He can't really walk. I mean, Jesus made him do a lot, didn't he? Get out of the, yeah. But then Jesus says to them, now release him. Release him because he's bound. He's tied up. Are you bound? Is something binding you? Is something restricting you? You know, many of us have encountered Jesus, and yet we're walking around with grey clothes. Oh, how wonderful. The bat- All those of you that are going to be baptised today, how wonderful. Listen, when, when you go into the baptistry, okay, here's my advice. You get there, you're just about to go in, and... You're going to say a few little things to Jesus, right? Also say to him, Jesus, when I go in there, I want every, everything that's binding me to go in there. I'm going to come out of that baptistry with no grave clothes. No grave clothes. Just, just let them evaporate in, in the baptistry. I don't want no grave clothes. Listen, are you walking around bound? Get them off. If you can't get off whatever it is, whether it's a habit, whether it's a hurt, whether it's a hang-up, if you can't get rid of it, you and Jesus, you may need some help. So maybe one of the pastors here, one of the ministry team, you need to speak with and say, I feel bound. I don't know what it is. I feel bound and I need help to get it off. And the church, this is where the pastoral side of the church comes in and says, hey, we will help get these grave clothes off you to release you so that you can get on and do whatever it is that God wants you to do. Word number one, remove. Number one? Word number two, respond. Word number three, release. And word number four, reveal, reveal. Verse 45, therefore many of the Jews who had come to visit Mary and seen what Jesus did put their faith in him. They put, because obviously this incredible miracle had taken place and people just talked about it. You know, so... We've got to hold those four words all at the same time. We've got to keep removing stones between us and Jesus. We've got to keep responding to what he's asked us to do. We need to keep being released from anything that may bind us in any way. And we need to keep on revealing Jesus. You know, you don't kind of say, oh, I've got to wait till uh, I'm totally released before I reveal Jesus. No, 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 no. You just keep doing all four, all the time, all the time. Reveal Jesus. Reveal Jesus. You know, now, to all all of you being baptised, okay? I'm married. Been married 40 years. Next month, Ruby. Okay. All right, I, I'm going to take my wedding ring off. Okay, I've just taken my wedding ring off. Okay, without a wedding ring, I'm married. I'm married. Why do I put a wedding ring on? Because I want you and everyone to know I'm married. 
Yeah? Yeah? Why, why are you being baptized? Are you a Christian? You are. You, you actually are a Christian. This second now, you're, you're a Christian. This second now, you're born again. Okay, so why are you being baptized? Because you want to tell everybody, everybody that Jesus is your Lord and that you have totally surrendered to him and that when you come out of that baptistry, you've left all the grave clothes behind, you're going to get out of the baptistry and you're going to say, I'm now going to reveal Jesus. I'm now going to reveal Jesus. Wherever I go, wherever I am, I'm going to reveal Jesus. I'm going to reveal Jesus. So listen, very simple. Four words from an incredible story. So, application. Very simple, isn't it? Do you need to remove something between you and Jesus? Do you need to remove something between you and Jesus? Do you need to respond to a command from Jesus? Listen, if he's told you to do something, do it. If he's told you to leave, uh, I don't know. I'm just throwing this out. An unhealthy situation. Get, move on. He's told you to leave this, leave that, do this, do that. Just do it. Those who honour God, God will honour. Do you need to be released from something that's binding you? If any of you here feel that what you've heard this morning has resonated in you, and you know you need to remove something between you and Jesus, or you need to respond to something he's asked you to do, or you need to be released from something. If that is you here in Kensington Temple, stand up if that's you. Just stand up and say, that's me, that's me, stand up. If you are tuned in at home, I would imagine around this sort of time, 12.26, you're probably cooking lunch. Well, stop. Just take a moment, just to take a minute to say, I want to respond to what I've heard this morning, this afternoon. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Well done. Okay, can I ask all of you to stand up, please? You see, that's the great thing. Look what ha has happened. You know, you're, never, you're not standing on your own. We're standing with you. And we're going to help you and encourage you. I'm going to pray a prayer. I'm going to pray this prayer phrase by phrase. Okay, those of you that stood up first, I really want you to pray this prayer. I'll pray it once so you know the words. The second time, pray out loud with me. But the rest of you, join in with the prayer and reaffirm your own faith. Open your hands like this as if you're going to receive. Here's the prayer. Jesus, I bow before you now. Jesus, I bow before you now. I surrender all. I surrender all. I acknowledge you as my Lord and Saviour. 
I acknowledge you as my Lord and Saviour. Forgive me where I have failed. Forgive me where I have failed. Cleanse my life. Cleanse my life. Set me free from the past. Set me free from the past. Come into my life. Come into my life. Fill me with your power and presence. Fill me with your power and presence. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. I commit my life to you. I commit my life to you. I submit my life to you. I submit my life to you. I want to do your will. I want to do your will. Thank you, Jesus, for hearing my prayer. Thank you, Jesus, for hearing my prayer. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ, I announce and pronounce his forgiveness. May you each know the truth and the reality of the prayer you have prayed. May you be released and set free. If you have a health concern or you're concerned about someone you love who's not here, put your hand now on your heart. That means you're representing yourself or someone else. Jesus, we're asking you now as the great physician, please release your healing power and presence. Take away pain, sickness, disease, infection. Where there's been any kind of degeneration, we pray for regeneration and restoration. We pray health and wholeness and well-being in body, in mind, and spirit. Bathe us in your healing presence. Bathe those people that we're representing, those people online. Lord, give us this week a tangible sign of your healing. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. I really pray and hope that you've been inspired today. And just ponder those four words. Ponder those four words this week especially. Remove. Remove. Keep, Lord, is there anything I still need to remove? Help me to remove it. Respond. Is there anything I need to respond to? Release. Do I need to be released from anything? And reveal. God bless you.